welcome to another edition of the In Search SEO Podcast, where we paint the town red with search marketing insights. Today, we have one of the best beards in all of SEO for you. He's a prolific baker of bread, a bearded breadsmith, if you will. Simon Cox is here to share how he's handled sites in the wake of COVID-19. We talk about what changes has COVID-19 brought to both local and non-local sites, how to approach content generation during COVID-19 as intent has changed so drastically, and what to consider about working on your site's optimization post-crisis. Before that, though, we talk about how to stay in touch with what Google's up to, tips on keeping your ear to the SEO ground. I am your host, Morty Oberstein, and I am joined by the never-torpid and always plucky Sapir Carabello. Hello, Morty. Hello, Sapir. <laughs> How are you doing? Does it matter? I, you know, don't ask. Don't ask. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> Not good. Okay. Okay. But we're going to pretend I'll like ask. things are hunky-dory, which is, by the way, a great album by hunky David Bowie. Dory. Who even that David Bowie album Hunky Dory, great album. Life on Mars is on that. Yeah, we never whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whew. Another week. Another week. Another week of COVID nineteen quarantine. <laughs> Life is grand. <laughs> can I yeah. can I say by the way that forget like leaving COVID nineteen aside for a minute? Yeah. I think everyone on, on, on SEO Twitter needs to chill the freak out. Seriously, some wacky crap going on 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 Twitter lately. Like there was a um, there was a whole study that Brian Dean did analyzing which ranking factors are the most important. Like, okay, everyone and, and rightly so, rightly so. That study is very top level, if if valuable at all. That's a bit of a, I guess a a bit of a um, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think straight. You know where it's um controversial, controversial opinion, okay. right? Because uh, I yeah. personally think ranking factors, wherever you want to, okay, are very, ranking signals are very much query dependent. Ever since machine learning and ranking pretty enter the picture, like it doesn't matter what the ranking factors are across the board, or even per niche, it's what goes into this particular. What's the intent in this particular query, and what factors right. align those intents? Separate question. But he got beaten up all over Twitter, and I'm a little bit oh, guilty of really? it myself. Yeah, like everyone, we just need to chill out. We don't like it. Fine. Agreed. I don't like the study, but let's all right. chill out a little bit. Some other things going on around there. You know, Google said that, or Danny Sullivan said that something like, um, "We're all about users, not advertisers." And of course, they went crazy and started attacking everybody. Like, chill out. Yeah. Like, first right. off, do you think Danny Sullivan or John Mueller are thinking about how to maximize Google's profits? No. Like, they're just trying to make search better. That's legit. Right. Right. That's a hundred percent legit. It reminds me of the uh, discussion that we had um, back um, in the um, the mental health SEO. Yeah, with uh, Kelly Stanzi. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of similar. Yeah, just you know, like the, like everyone just relax a little bit. It's not good. Right. Like yeah, I understand. Like there are probably people at Google, the higher ups at Google, who are way above Danny Sullivan or John Mueller's pay grade, who are making business decisions much like every corporation that might be a little bit callous i get that and i'm not for that necessarily it's complicated but people like john Mueller or danny sullivan are just trying to make search better that's a hundred percent they're not like trying to like squeeze profit out of the serp so everyone just chill out a little bit 
Do not forget, we put out a new episode of the Insert SEO Podcast each and every Tuesday. You can find it on the Rank Ranger blog. You can find it on Stitcher. You can find it on Spotify. And, of course, you may subscribe on iTunes. Also, don't forget to check out our new Twitter page. It's at insert underscore SEO. Also, we've been looking for some feedback on the podcast. Um, so, yeah, please, we have a survey set up. Um, I'll throw it up on Twitter at one point, and we'll throw it up on the blog post for this podcast. So if you see it, fill it out really short. No information. You don't have to leave me your email address or your name. Like None, none of that. Just one information. So we would really appreciate if you fill that form out. Look for it again on Twitter and the blog post for this podcast. Also... If you want to see which keywords consistently show a local pack, which keywords don't show the same three listings each and every day, i.e. those keywords where you have a real shot of getting your business listed in the local pack, then you want our SERP features monitor. Head over to rankranger.com, sign up for a 14-day free trial, and you can test it out for 14 days, because I said it's a 14-day free trial, for free for 14 <laughs> days. No credit card necessary, because we are not spammy. Woo. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So we've got a great show with you. Simon Cox had a bit of like a, a mind-picking, brain-picking session with him where I was trying to pick his brain of how he's handling um, some of the various types of sites that he's working on in relation to COVID-19. That's some really cool stuff there. Kind of a more conversational approach than we usually take with the with the interviews. And I kind of like it. We'll see how that goes going forward. Also, I should add also, but before that rather, before that, one of the main things I always want to do with this podcast, and in general, the content that I put out there, is to really help educate people, because I used to be a teacher, in case you didn't know that, because I only mention that again every freaking episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it is. It is what it is. It's part of my identity. Let it go. You're a good teacher. You're I'm a good the teacher. Educator. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, there are different levels to this, because, of course, all content is educational at some level. That's what content right. is. But what I really right. mean is right, offering a, a way to see things a bit differently or not just new info, but a more directional look at things. Sort of like, I'm not going to give you the fish. I'm going to teach you how to fish, in case you've never heard of that expression before. They teach a man to fish, whatever it is, or teach a woman to fish because women can fish too. I heard of that. Yeah, I don't really remember it right. at the top of my head. But yeah, you know what? You all know what I'm talking about. I love fishing. Anyway. Right. Anyway, there is still a bunch of data I want to share with you that I, I haven't gotten to yet, but we'll get to that in a future episode. Um, I know, what a tease, right? More, there's more data coming, future episodes, <laughs> big tease. I'm a big tease. Right. Yep, I love teasing. Yeah, that's, that's why I always that's, wear that's short shorts. That's like, oh, you know, right. I don't know how we'll, we'll survive until you won't. the next you won't. Uh, podcast. Right. It's, it's, it's like the podcast <laughs> version of wearing short shorts, the big tease. Anyway. What? Short, you, short shorts? You don't know what short, who wears short shorts? They're like you what? know, like you, <laughs> you know the old shorts, like they like went all the way up to your butt that people used to wear, like in the nineteen sixties and seventies. Like if you go look at Google, like I don't know, like um, you know, Doctor J, the basketball player, and you can see the shorts that he was wearing went all the way up his thigh. Whatever, totally okay. getting lost on this. <laughs> We're not talking about short shorts. What I want to share with you is how do you get a feel of where Google is going, where they're at, and so forth, because we are going back to SEO school. So I'll be honest. Um, it's been hard staying in touch with where Google's heading, you know, what it's thinking, uh, what, how it's approaching things, and I've been, feeling, I've been feeling disconnected and sad, and I was wondering why. So I thought maybe I'm not reading Aww. enough. Yeah, f feel bad for me. Keep the sympathy coming. 
Um, it's very frustrating. No, it, it, <laughs> I it, always we... feel bad for you. <laughs> Me too. Um, <laughs> I feel I feel more bad for my family, but anyway, it's 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 it, no, it's 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 stressful for me. My whole job is like trying to analyze Google and think about Google and and do analysis and study. That's my freaking job. Well, part of my job. So it's stressful when you feel disconnected like that. It really is. It's like oh my god, I'm losing my mind here. But I was trying to think about why is that. It's like all right, maybe I'm not reading enough articles, like SEO articles. So I read more SEO articles. I make sure every day to read at least you know three or four of them. And that didn't help because most oh, of them are crap. But even the ones that aren't oh. not crap, it just <laughs> didn't help. It just wasn't. I I I thought that maybe right. it was Twitter because Twitter's been not been you know, dominated by Corona and not SEO. Which by the way, I hate Twitter's algorithm these days. It's gotten like far more like hyper focused. Like I interact with one tweet about baseball, and now I have four million tweets about baseball. It's not what I want. Anyway, side point because what I realized was. The reason why I'm yeah. feeling disconnected is because I haven't had time to play around on the SERP. I just got too busy. So, What do you mean play around on the SERP? Um, we just run a bunch of queries, kind of see what's happening. Like if you had to ask yeah. me, how, how do you go about um, doing an analysis of where Google is, where it's at, or maybe it's heading, that's a little bit more than you know, a skin-deep analysis. You just have to run queries. You have to. It's like by getting a feel of the SERP itself and seeing what's there. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so you mean that your way of analyzing Google's future direction is by analyzing the changes they're making on the SERP? Yeah, basically. In, oh, okay. in a sense, there's a lot of different ways you can take this and a lot of ways you can analyze this. For me specifically, and I've always wanted to write about this, maybe one day, well, it's on my list of future content to write. It just keeps getting pushed down. It, it's it's by taking a thematic analysis or a thematic look at what Google's doing. It's like, you know, like mm-hmm. um, looking at what Google is showing now versus what it did show or maybe what it's not showing and asking what message does that send? Like what what message can I take away from this? And in my personal opinion... That is the most powerful analysis you can do about where Google is and where it's going. I think I understand what you mean, but it kind of sounds way too abstract. Like, can you elaborate a little bit? Why is that abstract? I don't know. It's too, like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> do you want an example, you mean? Yeah. Okay. I come prepared. I have an example for you. I was going to give oh. examples. Oh, please not sports-related. Please, please not. not. Let me think. Hold on one second, one second. Do I, I got to remember. My notes. Uh, no, not sports related. Oh, okay then. Think, no. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. There's one that's sports related. I totally forgot. Sorry. There is one that's sports related. Sports is, by the way, sports queries are the best because they bring up so many SERP features, and they're like, there's a lot going on with them. It's very dynamic. You told me that before. I say that all the time. No, why should you not care? That doesn't make any sense. I'm telling you that you can forget if you like sports or not. Music related. It's not the same. Also... Why? Because let's take let's take I don't Look know. Take a musical artist. artist. You're gonna get news. You're gonna get what? right, but it's not always changing. There's not new content coming out all the time. It's not always news, or there's not always sports scores, or there's not always this going on or that going on. There's a lot. It's not there. You have four guys in the band, right? I'm thinking of BDB, yeah. BTS, whatever. They have like BTS, there's they four, have seven. five, seven, whatever. There's four, oh seven God, guys. Seven guys in the band. News. All the time, there's right. stuff all I, the time. I agree. It's not, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. But you're talking about players, tons, 50 players, seg- you know, different ways to segment the players by position. What are you going to do? How are you going to segment the band? 
guitar players. There's like one guitar player, two guitar players. That's it. Actually, There's more with Google to work with. I know they don't even. They're like the Millie Vanilli of in my mind of the modern world. <laughs> Millie Vanilli. You don't know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, I have no idea, but you, I just know that you disrespected them big time. I'm not having. I call that. them. I I call them bigger fakers than than whatever. God. We're not sure. talking about. We're talking about the serp. I'm going to give you examples. Okay. 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 We stay on targets up here. Yeah. Yeah. For God's sake. <laughs> you stay on target. For God's sake. Okay. Um. <laughs> let's take a look at. Okay. My first one is 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 around visual. The visual um orientation of the mobile serp. Like remember Google themselves a while back said I think it was John Mueller said big changes big changes are coming to images lots of big changes coming to images on the SERP and they never really materialized. Like there was a couple of them like on the, on desktop the image preview is now on the right hand side you have a whole panel of information there like wasn't a big deal. Like Google made it sound like big deal image stuff coming like better watch out and and that's why you sort of have to take Google statements a little bit like okay let's see how that actually plays out. To right. me, it's way more important to actually look at how the SERPs, like the small things are changing and evolving okay. and what's happening versus like these big statements that Google's putting out there because there's always a lot. Like, come on. There's like they're saying these big statements and they don't half of the time materialize. Anyway, that's a pet peeve of mine. It doesn't make a difference. Keep moving, Morty. Um, yeah. If you look at it, okay. I was playing around with the SERP last week. I said, I got to get back to this. Like, this is my bread and butter. I got to get back to this. Yeah. And, of course, there's more and more images. This is going on for the last two years, let's say. Like, give or take. Like, way more image thumbnails than ever. We have whole blog posts about that. Like, image thumbnails on mobile spiked up. You have carousels. You have all these like, how-to carousels. Lots of images. And I, I think a lot of the way we relate to this, okay, the service is way more visual, particularly on mobile. And that's because Google wants it to be more engaging. And Google wants it to be more attractive. And Google wants it to have a certain look and a certain feel. But I was looking at the how-to carousel in particular. I'm like, wow. You know what? I totally skipped over the how-to carousel in case you don't remember or in case you don't know. Let's say you search for how to sew a button. So a website can create schema markup that shows you step-by-step on the SERP through a, like a title and an image how to sew a button. I'm like, okay. It, it, I, I did a query. It brought up a how-to carousel. I'm like, okay, let me go through this carousel. And see what's there. I'm like, you know what? I don't really care about step one or step two. I already know that. Let me jump to step three. And it was all based on what the image showed. I didn't even look at the title within the carousel card. I'm like, you know what? Google's not just showing a, a, a visual SERP to me because it wants me to see more images because it's more engaging. It's more visually striking. It's so good. That's not what it was about in this particular moment. What it was about was that Google was prodding me to make a click it was directing me where to go based on the image itself. Like the images, because it's mobile, it's a smaller space. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's more like an app function where the image is telling me where to go. I'm not clicking based on the title. I'm not clicking based on the, con- the written content because it's small. I looked at the image. I'm like, oh, let me click on that because that image made sense for me. Right. But that depends on the user's intent. Like, for example, if I type fudge brownies, then sure, the images on the SERP would probably determine which link I click on. But if I type, I don't know, universities in Korea, the images that appear aren't going to influence me or guide me or anything. That's a really good point. That's actually a very, very, very good point. Um, Well, on the one hand, you're right. 
However, consider if there is no image at all versus those, those, those queries where there is an image. And even though it might be a standard image, like say a car, maybe, you know, Google, I don't know, uh, whatever car model, you know, Toyota RAV4. Yeah. So yeah, they each will show a different picture of a Toyota RAV4, but they're pretty much all the same. If there is mm-hmm. no image, I won't click. If there is an image, I will click because I just, I just notice it more. So in that sense, it's not just about being more visual, like, oh, I feel better. It's a better SERP. It me, it's more, you know, enticing. It's more like, okay, like it's more, the, the result is more noticeable. But okay, that's very top level. There are cases where it's a very generic image. Like a lot of these are the images that show up in local packs. It's a very generic right. image, but some of them, they're off-center. They look like crap. They're, they're just like weird. Something that's not right about them. Versus it's a very generic image, but it doesn't look like crap. Or it's not off-center. So even like fudge brownies, yeah, every brownie pretty much looks the same. But if your image doesn't crop right and it shows up like I just see the plate and I don't see it in the brownies, so there's a problem there. But yes, what you're saying is true. Um, depending on the intent of the query, this is more or less applicable. Right, that for for right. me the how to is like the epitome of this because if I I don't want to see steps one through three I want to see step four the image there is really pushing me to where to click and what to click on or not to click on and if you had to ask me by the way like what's coming and this is where like if you want to you know where's Google going to head with these things on the SERP like right. how looking at the SERP shows you where Google's going to go a lot of the queries I look at with how to like the how to um, markup showing up the how to rich result. The images are terrible. Like, they're, they're, you can't see them. There's like these, like, you know, people are taking screenshots of whatever tool they're using or whatever it is and pasting them into the how to. And you can't, it doesn't show up. You can't really see it, particularly on mobile. Mm-hmm. And I think Google's going to have to create way more specific and way more tightened guidelines on what images are allowed to be used and what the guidelines are to put images in the how to carousel because so many times they're just totally worthless. Right. So that's a great example. Thank you. That's a great example of where you can look at the SERP, see what's not there. Like, what's the problem? What's missing? And figure, okay, Google's going to have to go here at a certain point. Or I'll give you another one. A while ago, here's my sports one. Oh, no. Here it comes. A while ago, we tracked. Get ready for it. It's up here. It's horrible. (laughs) We talked about on this podcast, among other places, um, that Google is showing very specific player tabs in a lot of knowledge panels. So instead of like you Google the Dallas Cowboys on mobile, instead of getting a tab that just says players, which is there, you'll get like um, all wide receivers for the Dallas Cowboys. And you'll get a whole list of their wide receivers. So it's the guy who catches the ball. That's gone. When I was looking at this recently, that tab for the most part is gone. What does it mean? It means that when you Google, say the Dallas Cowboys, all you have are players who are their current rosters, their, their current roster of players, and you don't have any like you know best wide receivers or all time all time quarterbacks. That tab that used to show up isn't there anymore, except for one I team. Think that is. Like did Google like tested it out. I don't know. Oh, I'll, I'll get I'll, I'll get to that. That's a good question. Oh, okay. There was one that did show it. And it was the New York Yankees, and they had a tab for best pitchers, best pitchers of all time. Oh. Weird, right? Just why one team? So that got me thinking, why were other ones gone and only this one remains, which is your question. Mm-hmm. So I think, and this is where you can have different theories about what's going on and take it to the next level. Obviously, I don't know if I'm 100% right here, just a theory. But this is where you could see like what's happening on the SERP springboard's thought. Perhaps Google previously, when it was showing that very specific position of players in a tab in the knowledge panel, was flexing its muscle. It's like you were saying, they were testing or showing something. I don't think they were testing. I think it's more they were showing what can we do. 
Can we do this? Yes, we can do this. Here we go. We did this. And after they show that okay. they could do this, they scale it back. Okay, now where does it make sense to show this? Oh. And they scaled it back because you know what? It doesn't make sense to show it here. Maybe there wasn't any engagement with that tab. Maybe only for the Yankees there was engagement with that well, tab. Well, the team name is Dallas Cowboys. I mean, <laughs> so I love engagement. <laughs> Get, uh, Would there be for a group with such name? I don't know. Uh, maybe it, that's America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. I <laughs> oh, hate them. Is there? Yeah, okay, that's America's sorry. football team. They're called America's team. <laughs> they hate their guts, but they're America's team. So, so just how much you know about sports. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything. The I'm SEO so point. Yes, a horrible person, Dallas really. Cowboys fan. I, yeah. I would lock myself away for, uh, for like, life. <laughs> like, who is the Dallas Cowboys? Like, that's literally the most popular football team outside of the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was my team. Oops. <laughs> it's okay. You can take your foot out of your mouth now if you want. <laughs> How's that taste? I'm not and, that flexible. I cannot, you know. Good, no, good kidding. to know. Okay. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for sharing that. TMI. Yeah. Okay. I hope you wash your feet before you try that. <laughs> anyway, what I was thinking okay. was that it's an interesting theme to see that Google might push something out there, flex its muscle, see what's possible, see if it can do a good job at it, and then. Right pull it back and look at applicability afterwards because yeah like oh, the, it yeah. makes a lot of sense like a lot of these tabs that were showing up are like they're pretty generic like they were showing like best coaches for the of the new york giants like okay like you can have this you can not have this but like hey the yankees do have an incredible amount of pitchers that are just like super famous so maybe that's why it's doing it for the yankees again mm-hmm. i don't know a hundred i can't say a hundred percent this is why google's doing it but again the the, the theme the message is cool they flexed their muscle, they tried it out, and they looked at applicability, and they scaled it back, which is what I'm talking right. about, thematic analysis. And that's only the only way you can do this, really looking at what's on the SERP and analyzing it thematically. And that's that. That's interesting. It is. Yeah. It really is. I think it's the most interesting thing out there. You just really spend time looking at the same queries over and over again, like or the same type of queries over and over again. And you can do this for the organic results also, right? What results are ranking for this particular query? And analyze it thematically. Oh, there's a lot of informational sites and very little commerce sites. Oh, there's a lot of commerce sites, but, but they're all this type of commerce site. Or they're, they're all informational sites, but they're all geared towards reviews. Whatever it is, you can see how this changing over time. and Analyze that thematically. Anyway, I can keep going on and on and on about this. That said, yeah, we know. That said <laughs> I did have a chance to speak with Simon Cox, um, who I wanted to have on the show forever. Just for some reason, just... We're doing it now, but it's good good timing because Simon said yeah. he wanted to talk about COVID nineteen. I'm like, that's great. You just jumped the entire two month queue of interviews that I had <laughs> by speaking about this topic. So sorry to everybody else. I actually okayed it with everybody else afterwards. Anyway, here's Simon Cox talking about what he's been doing with his science in relation to COVID nineteen. Cut one. Welcome to another In Search SEO podcast interview session. Today we have with us a bread baking, geography knowing, Twitter chat fiend. You may know him by his beard. He is the great Simon Cox. Welcome. Uh, welcome. Uh, great as in cheese. <laughs> by the way, can I ask you? I have a lot of questions to ask you, but what is your favorite bread? Oh, that's a oh, that's a really difficult question. Uh, 
I love all breads. Um, breads are just lovely. So, uh, but good sourdough with a hot dark way. Uh, and I've actually never baked one of those, but I've had some fantastic ones in the past. So that's my favorite. Well, I haven't had sourdough bread in a long time. I love sourdough bread. Sourdough pretzels also. Everything sourdough. Uh, you just reminded me, actually. I've got some downstairs. I've forgotten to <laughs> fold. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to put it on pause? You go. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's fine. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> um, I guess before we get going, if you'd mind just letting us know who you are, what you do, how people can find you, that sort of thing. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm Simon Cox. You can find me on Twitter at Simon Cox. Um, I work with my wife, and we have a tiny boutique agency called Cox uh, and Co-Creative. I'll just think about it because the, the domain name is Cox and UK. Um, I always get that wrong when I tell people, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's complicated, creative. And we really do a lot of things. Uh, my wife does sort of business lead stuff and, and more marketing stuff, and I do marketing support as well as SEO. Um, I like doing technical SEO mostly, migration, uh, uh, what people hate a lot. I like nice. quite a lot. Yeah, I hate so, that stuff. Stuff like that. Good for you. For doing that. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I like diving in and understanding why things aren't working well. That makes you doubly brave. You're doing technical SEO and you're working with your wife. Yes. Well, no, she's great. But that, you have to say that. Come on. I she's not even here. No, I'm joking. Although I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't work with my wife. So good for you. Not that I don't love my wife, who's probably in the other room. I hope she didn't hear me because now we're all working. There's a lot of people like that. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we we've got no choice. Of course, in lockdown, that's even. Uh, uh, it's even happier for us because it's uh, it's great. You can never leave each other's presence. Amazing. What could no. be better? Indeed. <laughs> so um, we're going to talk about um, COVID nineteen, um, local businesses. Uh, I guess to kick it off, what have you seen? What's going on out there? Because you know, you mentioned to me you have a couple of of interesting cases that you're working on. So lay it out for us. Yeah, the most interesting one is uh, our local florist who um, we picked up as a client a couple of years ago, uh, maybe even three years ago actually. Um, and we built her a, a small website. It was a one woman, one woman shop. Um, and we built that site with the, the express intention of turning that into an e-commerce platform. Well, platform's a big word for it. Uh, but adding e-commerce onto that site in the future. Uh, and the decision to add that was made December. Um, oh, wow. And so she, uh, yeah. Good timing. <laughs> uh, but in time for, in time for, uh, UK Mother's Day, which is on in the UK, that's on the 22nd of March, uh, which I know it's different in different parts of the world. Um, and we got it ready, uh, during February. It's literally just a single page. We wanted to keep it simple with a few bits and pieces on it. Uh, and I, I do code as well, which is why I would do technical SEO. I like coding. Um, so I built this on Perch, uh, content management system, uh, and, and built a single page with a few items on it, uh, which we got together. My wife took some pictures, and the florist herself takes some good pictures as well. We got that together. And then the run-up to uh, um, Mother's Day, of course, COVID-19 started rampaging then, and, and people started about social distancing and the rest of it. And we're like, okay. Mother's Day is the most important day of her for her for the, of the year because it's when she makes the most profit for most florists. And uh, she was really quite worried uh, what was going to happen. So uh, she started getting sales through the uh, e-commerce. She got lots on telephone, which is her normal thing. And people walking to the shop. It's in the village, a lot of people walking in the shop. But uh, people were looking at the e-commerce page we built and ordering by telephone as opposed to actually going through a cart, etc., which is great. That's not a problem. They just pick stuff, ring her up. and uh, yeah. but So the day before uh, Mother's Day... Um, 
she decided that she wasn't going to actually open the shop on Mother's Day. Sunday, she didn't normally open on Sunday anyway, but she was going to shut the shop down uh, with her in it uh, to, to actually make up the orders and just do deliveries. So people could either buy through the, the um, uh, webpage or they can ring up and she just delivers. So she shut the shop. The day after, it was Monday, uh, she decided to keep doing that. Uh, she put social distancing in before. So I've, I've missed a bit out there. Before that, she we helped her set up all sorts of things to do in the shop to keep the staff safe. Uh, process people could come into the shop and you know get wiped down and hand sanitizers and the rest of it to keep everything clean and handy, which um, which is good. But uh, Sunday and the Monday, she was here by herself. And the Tuesday, uh, the Monday night, um, we had UK full lockdown for that point. Um, well, the lockdown we had, so she had to shut the shop. Um, so Tuesday, we took everything off the equal. I turned the, uh, turned the payment system off for it. Um, and that was it for two weeks. Wow. Nothing. Um, she sat at home. She kept her social media going. She does a bit of social media, which is good. Um, and then she got one or two phone calls saying, are you doing any flowers for Easter? And she rang us up and said, right, my wife and her had a good long chat. And we decided to relaunch the, uh, the econ page, but with Easter flowers. Um, and several things happened at that point. Uh, getting flowers from Holland, which is where most of them come from, from most of Europe, uh, was getting difficult, simply because there weren't yeah. enough drivers to drive the stuff over from abroad. So she started sourcing locally. Um, there's a huge amount of flower growers in the UK, uh, and they're just sitting there with all these plants dying. Um, and there's been several interesting initiatives around that. A guy down in the south coast who's built a firm up over a month with about 50 delivery drivers just going around delivering flowers to supermarkets that I would have otherwise have done. Uh, which great. Anyway, so she's got some local suppliers now uh, and started putting stuff together uh, for Easter. And um, we reopened the shop. And within an hour, she had three orders, wow. uh, which I heard was actually fantastic. And uh, she, so far this month, has taken more money than she last month, even though last month was Mother's Day and a bit of pay. So Check that out. it was a combination of having that shopping uh, e-commerce page on the site um, has been absolutely vital to it. And it really wasn't difficult to put together. It's not a big e-commerce system. Because uh, to step back from that, uh, you can buy florist turnkey systems where they've got everything in it, you know, customer relationship yeah. management, all the rest of it. But they're very structured like a classic e-commerce site and they're just horrible uh, there's no it's, well there's no humanity in it. well that's it's an interesting point it's yeah. a local business so you're not I, yeah. I would assume you don't want something cookie cutter like that exactly uh, and also with that sort of thing you really can't do CA very much yeah. it's whereas I built this site it's you know well I wouldn't say it's perfect but as far as my knowledge near perfect. Goes, it's not it's not not bad yeah <laughs> um, it, it's ranking well uh, it's ranking very very well actually um and that gives her a lot of customs. So, did you have to adjust the page in order to, you know, sort of calm people's fears about COVID nineteen? Are there messages about COVID nineteen on the page that you had to put on? Yeah, homepage. Um, homepage. Bit of, on that, um, lots of messages that wife wrote in there about uh, what the shop was doing, how their business. So, um, everything is you can buy online or order through the telephone and they will now deliver free. They used to have a five pound charge for deliveries and mm -hmm. they just dropped that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and she delivers in a small like five mile radius of the village and it's, it's been going very, very well. That's interesting. Do you wonder, I wonder, do you think she, she saw more sales this past month because of Easter or because like 
hey, I, I want flowers. I want some. Co- I want a little bit of color in my life, and it's a quick way. Def- it's a quick way to get it. Definitely a lot of that. So, because um, I've had access into the carton, see the messages that people are leaving, etc. There's a lot of flowers for families, or somebody sending their mother oh, flowers, nice. etc. Or people for birthdays, even stuff like that. Um, which is great. Yes, people do want color in their lives. They want to normalize bits and pieces of it. Yeah. No, I, I did the same thing. Doing it. I ordered my uncle. My uncle stuck by himself. He actually had the virus for for a week or two. Um, it was like already a month ago, maybe. And I, I, sent him, I sent him a book. He's sitting there bored out of his mind. Let me send him a book. I'm a nice guy, so I'm trying to say. It depends on what the book was, though. Oh, it was, uh, the NFL. <laughs> okay. If you like the oh, NFL, the it's great. No, I don't like it at all. I'd have sent it back with virus. <laughs> <laughs> I but I know you that. like the NFL. So. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> right. that's okay. I, I, I get it. It's not everybody's you know, cup of tea. Uh, rugby, yes. Rugby? No. Soccer. What, what, soccer is football for you. Is it soccer? Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Rugby, yes. Rugby. Which uh, is rugby's like. cool. I've watched a little rugby. It's cool. Yeah. No pads. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you seen going on out there? Because I know there's a couple well, of things. Uh, yeah, so the other one, we uh, worked for a watch as well. And we thought they would, to be honest, they were going to drop us and um, just put us on furlough and say, right, we'll come back to you after this is all over. Yeah, that's They've scary. actually upped. <laughs> we're like, oh, awesome. we want more of you. Which is, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll crack on with that. So we're doing all sorts of bits and pieces in there. And the first thing we did was put together an activities page. Uh, with lots of things for people to do in lockdown. And yeah, I like that. We've started seeing quite a few people do that. So there were coloring in art stuff, um, word searches, puzzles, quizzes, and stuff like that and everything. But that's gone down really, really well. Yeah. I mean, that's content everybody uh, wants. Yeah, exactly. It's things to keep the kids quiet. <laughs> so what's interesting is how much of this is technical SEO versus how much of this is like looking at the market, seeing what what's needed, and trying to meet that need? It's... Well, the way I look at it, it's, it's the same thing. So if you've got great content on there, people have come to it. So from that point of view, it, there's no technical SEO in here apart from just making it work correctly. Um, but there is good, solid content SEO, just making sure that you've got the content that people need right now uh, for for them, for what they need, etc. So it's all about intent. So yes, people want to come buy flowers. People want to do colouring and wildlife pictures uh, right now. And you wouldn't normally carry on the wildlife one. We wouldn't normally have a page of, of activities to do. But right now, it's the right thing. Yeah. And it certainly has got, got a lot of traffic. So, yeah, I, that's from a content SEO point of view rather than a technical one. I'm wondering on, on that point when you were working with the flowers, when you were on that, were you targeting COVID-19 in particular? Or were you saying, okay, well, let's create not a still. page? No. There's just flowers. No, not at all. No, I think there's that. I, I was, well, apart from the... Uh, part of the messages on the homepage saying this is what we're doing in, in this situation. I think anything that mentions around COVID-19, you, from an SEO point of view, you might be starting to tread in, uh, step into troubled waters and, and, you know, you might be seen as trying to profit out, out of those words. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's a problem. Well, people should have. It's a problem. You know, what they're doing, but you shouldn't have everything in there. You should be trying to target COVID-19 as a key. Right. No, I don't, I don't really, think you have nobody to. Nobody should be doing that unless there is somebody who's got, I don't know, well, bleach fringe or something. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, nice. it's obvious. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Ultraviolet yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> for, for up the rear. Um, yeah, you really, 
maybe should be doing that at all because it's it's going to just cause you great pain as as a Google and slams your sites and says that this is you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're ending a whole world of authority that you're probably not set up to deal with. Exactly, exactly. So I was really quite cautious about using uh, those terms anywhere apart from just as a message on the homepage. And uh, I'd be surprised if anybody did try to utilize it. Obviously, people are to see what's going on. but No, I I think Google gets it anyway. Like I saw one where it was a New York Times wrote a whole article of, you know, things to do while you're stuck in quarantine. And when I was looking for... um, Attraction or it was, it was things to do in New York City, so Google's throwing that page in and out of the SERP because Google's like trying to play around with it. Like, oh, we get this. Things to do in New York City now means something different than it did a month ago, two months ago. So we're going to throw a page that's nothing to do with New York City per se onto the SERP. Yeah, and I think Google are changing stuff around. Uh, we're all working from home, and so which means all the Google people are working at home, which means they're more relaxed, which means they're coming up with more crazy ideas to do things to the SERPs, which means it's going to change even more. Yeah, and it has been. Oh, let's try this. We have, yeah, we had that's an idea from last year. We'll do that, and yeah, it's yeah, it's trying to keep up with it because everybody's working from home. Of course, they've got hours of the day now that they weren't not commuting anymore. Uh, they've got time to go and look at the SERPs, but um, we haven't. <laughs> uh, to be honest. Well, that's um, good, at least. You don't have the time, because it means you have the client base to keep yeah. up with. Yeah, but there is so much going on with uh, with SEO. Um, um, For instance, just to you know, pick your brain a bit. Um, so I really meant by, uh, on the learning front, uh, lots of courses coming out free now, lots of people sharing knowledge at the moment, which is all fantastic stuff. I haven't got time to go and look at it all, and it's just <laughs> loads of really good stuff that people are sharing at the moment, which is wonderful. Uh, and absolutely brilliant for all those in-house people that can't work. But absolutely rubbish for those people that can work from home or are working from home and have yeah. no time at all. <laughs> ironic, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, totally ironic. I'll yeah. try and catch up with it all next year. <laughs> Make a list. By which time it will be out of date anyway. You to, it's like when you, it's like reading, you know, whatever articles in the SEO industry, you open up like 15 different tabs. Like, I'll get to this later and then you never get to it. I even have a tab organizer's. Because that, everybody complains about the, about the tabs I've got. I've got a couple of extensions that, one that sleeps tabs that I haven't looked at for half an hour. So I go back through my tabs, they're just everything slept, which, which helps Chrome not, not burn my computer up. Uh, and then the other one I can just hit a filter and it just collapses loads of tabs into groups and oh, I nice. can just open them up later. Oh, that's cool. Which is great. Yeah. Uh, but I have now, uh, in that one that collapses them, I have tons of groups of stuff that I've need to go back and look at it that's the problem got time. when you have yeah. time eventually oh, my, my pocket accounts full up with stuff I haven't read uh, <laughs> this is what it is we're all the same we're all the same that's exactly what it is everybody speaks the same way so don't feel bad I don't feel bad no um, I'm wondering if there's, was I there anything like no go ahead sorry I feel like I'll specialize in something and I thought I'd specialize in technical SEO but even that's fragmenting that's interesting how so uh, well uh, so when I first started doing SEO, there was just SEO. That was it. Right. Just like web, webmaster making something that, uh, that could be searched and, and indexed. Uh, but now we've got technical SEO. We've got, uh, content SEO. We've got all sorts of different bits. But in technical SEO, yeah, we've got people who are now specializing in, in uh, structured data. And they're just, boom, that's what yeah. I'm doing. Just structured data because there's it's so amazing. much going on there. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's still progressing and it's just, blossoming and mushrooming and I'd love to spend a lot more time on that but I've got other things that I need to, to, 
Hey. Have you messed around with the, uh, the special announcement? Or have you had to mess around the no. special announcement um, schema? No, I haven't. Um, I haven't. I think I would like to. Um, and there's probably situations that I could have used it or can use it, uh, but just haven't got around to it yet. So, what, what, when, when would be a good situation to use it? Actually, um, well, it depends on your business, really. Uh, from a business point of view, I wouldn't use it on anything but a business, probably. And it depends on the type of business you've got and what they're doing. So, I could we could use it for the the, uh, the florist. Okay. That, She's back open and running business, but in different ways. We could have used it for that, but uh, I suppose. Um, Do you think it would have made an impact or, or, or just not? Probably not. Probably not. No, because the traffic's tiny. I mean, for, for bigger sites, um, I think mm-hmm. uh, with huge traffic, then it's probably worth looking into. How did you generate traffic to her site? Just pure ranking? Uh, yes. Um, mainly pure ranking really, really helps. Uh, and that was just getting everything right in the first place, but a lot of GMB work would get it right because the competition was, uh, last century. Yeah. I was going to say, oh really? I was going to say, I, I would yeah, expect yeah, it to be really, were. really hard. Uh, well, yes and no, it is. So from a, from a national level, we've got Interflora, uh, big brands, etc., And there's some, there's some brands now that, um, are national, which are, would deliver through the um, letterbox and basically stick the flowers in water and they come back to life so they dehydrate the flowers etc uh, mm-hmm. they're very good um, but you, they can't compete on a local level and there's you know, there's chains of florists around as well so yeah it was really a case of going in and, and, and targeting the village and then the surrounding villages and towns as well uh, she doesn't do so well in the surrounding towns because they've got florists who are bigger uh, and, and do well but okay yeah it does work. The, the, the local, uh, yeah, Google My Business, uh, local stuff is, is really, really powerful for that. What have you had to do differently or have you had to do anything differently other than maybe adjusting the hours or whatever it is um, within the Google My Business profile for, for COVID-19 with the florist? Um, I think we've done a few posts, um, but we've mainly been keeping in touch with people via social media anyway. Once she has right. and, uh, we've written bits and pieces. But, but other than that, we've really done nothing different in GMB. I know this is the bits we can change uh, for temporary hours and what have you, and say you're temporarily shut, etc. But we've actually just left it as it is, okay? Because she's working those hours and the telephone's mm-hmm. available those hours. People know they can't go to the shop. We may, when they start opening things here again in the UK, we may need to go there and start saying that the shop is open. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you that because if you if you have the regular hours there as it is now, people can these are the hours now. But when we're back to business, what's changed? It's like funny because we're we're talking about changing everything for COVID nineteen. You have the Google My Business stuff. You have a Google Post that you can do just for COVID nineteen. You have the all these things. But when you yeah. go back to normal, how does a user know that this is just normal? This is not. COVID-19 special? That's a very good question. The problem is that whilst everything, the shutters came down very quickly on everything uh, for lockdown, going back into normality is going to, I think, going to be very stretched out and long. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to change slowly as things come back in because we're very careful about the second spike if that comes along and and we have to shut everything down again. So... um, it's difficult. It's a really difficult one to, to answer that, how that's going to work. It's really depends on the vertical and the industry, uh, and how those things come back. So big stadiums, uh, I don't think we're going to see any big stadiums full this year. I don't think that's so. That's probably going to happen next year. 
but small shops, yeah, I'd expect them to open at some point because you know the supermarkets here are open, right? Uh, well, they're going to have to and, at some uh, point. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, we need to keep the economy going, otherwise it's just a massive burden on. Uh, I mean, you know, five months from now, months. you can't imagine everything's still going to be closed the same way. I mean, that'd be terrible. What about work? Uh, basically, you'll. <laughs> your well, whole structure starts to fall to pieces so you've got to bring it back at some point which is why you've got this pressure from business to get the government yeah. to open stuff as soon as possible uh, as opposed to the health service which is saying leave it as late as possible and they know they've got to balance that which is why I was saying earlier to you about politicians can't get this right wherever no. they say they will, people will judge them after and say well you should have done that earlier you should have done that later you can't you can't get it wrong yeah right. and I think people know that and I'm wondering it's like, it's like funny because at least me personally, when they say X, I'm really thinking, okay, so what's the real story here? Is X really true? Is X just qualified because, okay, there's an economic push behind it? Great. I don't know anything. Wonderful. This yeah. is great. Uh, I mean, yes. I mean, I'm afraid we're living in times now where there is always somebody at the background pushing for their own agenda and stuff. And, and it's very sad to see some countries around the world, one in particular, where uh, it isn't about uh, the people of the country. It's about the people in power. Uh, and that's very sad. Um, for the countries that are doing it properly, where it's about the people, it's it's working. It's working well. It's it's you you really see like these like giant discrepancies of these countries. I mean, you have like countries like Japan, which I haven't looked in a while, so I could be totally wrong here, but their numbers are very low. Yes, because Japanese uh, they listen to to what they're being told. They they do what they're told. Basically, yeah. they don't. They don't raise up arms and go, no, I'm not doing that. Also, I wonder, like, they get it. Like, we're next door to China. We get this. Oh, they, there's a virus. We get this. Yeah. Oh, it's quite simple, really. Uh, you don't want to spread it. Don't move around. But um, there are lots of people who say, oh, no, I'm young. I'm not going to get this. And they just move around and give it to the old people. <laughs> and it spreads. It's, it's uh, terrible. just silly. Yeah. Yeah. That's really bad. Um, I wonder, okay, so let's talk about getting, let's continue getting back to normal. I like that because I need some hope. Um. <laughs> Stuck at home with four kids, it's it's wonderful, but it's also stuck home with four kids. Well, that's true, yes. What do you do, let's say that page you, you did on the activities to do while in quarantine. What do you do with that page now when quarantine is over? Do you Very kill it? So, um, I, there would be an argument to kill it because it's, it's no longer needed. But actually, I think that should be an evergreen page that they go and update maybe every quarter, maybe every half year. And there's things like, there's a book list on there. So you can just add new books as they come out for this particular wildlife mm-hmm. uh, uh, focus and um, stuff like that. So yes, maybe the puzzle change once a year, etc. But people will go back to that. And I, I can't see any point in getting rid of it. It's not taking up a massive amount of resource to put it together and manage it. Right. Um, it's like repurposing old content. It's the same sort of thing. Yes. So not what to do in yes. quarantine, what to do on a rainy day when you're stuck at home. Exactly, yes. I mean, yeah, uh, they would maybe do that, change some titles, make some, change the description on it, yeah, and just make it an activities page as opposed to a COVID-19 activities page. Right, or remember the past, COVID-19. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did you do during the COVID-19? Right, Ooh, that's, you know, that's, a, that, that's a great page. That's a great page right there. Yeah. Where yeah, were you? Exactly. Stuck inside, everybody else. What do you mean, where was I? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you... Do you, do you see a major difference in dealing with, let's say, a um, a local a local site in, in the wake of COVID nineteen and dealing with their pages and getting them set up versus um, a non a regular e commerce site or a regular informational site? 
outside of the GME things, outside of the local, yeah, okay, we have deliveries. There's the business end of it from an SEO perspective. Ah, uh, good question. I don't think there is much difference, really. Right. Obviously, the local shops have got a, a smaller catchment area and uh, will have to look at things in a much more creative way. But perhaps the, the local shops will be able to respond a lot quicker to these situations uh, and change their working practices in the first place much more quickly than maybe a supermarket. So uh, not too far from us is a farm shop. Um about five, six miles away, and they pivoted their farm shop. They do a lot of other things as well as farm. They do pumpkin festivals and all sorts of other things. Um, but the first I knew, they, uh, a few days into the lockdown, they had produced a video of how you can drive into their shop. And you drive to the gate, they'd have a board there, which you then photograph with your phone with a, sort of what's in the shop today. And you go and park your car, you choose what you want. Somebody come along and I can't remember how they did this bit, but you, they take your order, you know, point at things and you put your thumbs up and numbers, etc. They go away, they assemble a, a package, a crate, and stuff in it, and they pull your car forwards or call your car forwards. They, they, you release the boot, they put it in the back of the boot, they shut the boot, and then somebody comes up with a big stick and on the end of the stick is the terminal where you can just wave your car over it and oh, it takes awesome. the payment. That's and awesome. off you go. That's awesome. All com- all purely, and that was just, they did that within a day or two, produced the videos, the videos on their website, you can go and read that, and so uh, they've got some very good um, SEO on that, so you start typing in local food, etc., and that pops up, and you can see how you can go there and, and, and pick up your food and pay for it. Uh, I mean, I have to imagine, those things are going to stay, I mean, to whatever extent they will or they won't, but <laughs> to some degree, like, that's awesome. Yeah. Why would I want yeah. that to change? Well, and then doing things like that is going to bring people that have, haven't shopped at your place before. They're going to keep coming in and because they, they like what you've done, that you've been responsive, you're local, etc. Uh, and that's what the bigger companies, the national companies, have got to compete against. They've got to compete against all these little local shops who are pivoting quickly yeah. to serve their communities. And suddenly they're like, well, okay, we're cheaper and we're you know convenient, etc. But we're not so much local. So we have that here. So... um. The, the Mater supermarket has has had a hard time keeping up the deliveries. And they've yeah. really limited the amount of slots that are available. So there's a local supermarket in town here. You know, it's at least, you know, corner store kind of thing. And they're the go-to place. Now, in this particular yeah. case, they suck and they've totally blown it. But <laughs> there, there was a great opportunity, a great opportunity there where you say, wow, like the service, the prices aren't as bad as I thought they really would be. Let's keep doing this. There really is a tremendous amount of opportunity after the fact. Look, that that sense of we're there for you. And I, I said this to the to the in, a, in an email to the main supermarket here. I'm like, guys, like you you've really limited the slots. I kind of hate your guts. Like I, I don't want to use you. I'm going to keep using the local person if I have to. Exactly. And that was me just being angry because I'm going to go back to them because the local guy here sucks. But really, like there's there's a there's a tremendous opportunity for local business. They like we were there for you. We took care of you. We handled this well, and they 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 blew it, and they didn't. There's a tremendous opportunity, I think. Yeah, I think there is. And there's a couple of local pubs um, who got shut down immediately, of course, uh, and they pivoted, and they're they're uh, delivering. Um, well, first of all, they started cooking food for vulnerable people, old people, and uh, others, um, and delivering those. 
uh, I'm not sure how the payments went. I think they were doing it free to start with. Uh, um, they might be charging a small charge now, but they've turned themselves into little village shops as well, so you can get all sorts of supplies. And they've changed their websites to say this, that you can order stuff online and go and pick it up, etc. That's great. Um, and that's pubs. Yeah, you can buy beer as well. <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with that. First, I think beers are beer is an essential, so it's whiskey. It is. It keeps you alive. Like, it keeps you alive. <laughs> Unless you're too much. It? So, no, no, no. Just, you know, a pint, two pints, three pints, not a lot. A day, yeah. a day, right? An hour. Um, <laughs> now, now I forgot. I'm never getting on beer. I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> beers of Israel. Beers of Israel is a problem. Because I. I <laughs> This is a sticky point. The, the wine here is fantastic. It's really yes. cheap, and it's great. I love the wine here. The problem is I'm a scotch and a beer guy, and the beer here is expensive. The beer here is not good, and so is the scotch. The scotch is good. It's just it's, First off, I'm an American. I don't know what you guys are thinking with a 700-milliliter bottle. Because the first time I saw yeah. it, I'm like, where's the other 50 milliliters? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, felt chipped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eh. <laughs> no, but for you, I mean, I'm jealous of England. You guys are right well, there. You have beer. You well, drink it warm, yes. which is a problem. <laughs> well, no, I don't think that's a problem, really. Uh, <laughs> when, you get to, when you get to taste it. See, the thing is, with, with the lager fermented beers, which is on the bottom, yes, cold because it's awful, um, but the proper ales <laughs> like and beers, you have to drink it at room temperature because that's how it's meant to taste. Right. And it's brewed properly. It's lovely. But I say that America <laughs> has got... Great load of small breweries. Yes, and, uh, love it. There's amazing. It's one of the things I miss is the the craft breweries. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, which but of course the multinational stuff is all rubbish. Oh, they, well, they use rice. It's, it can't be good. It's, it's ridiculous. No, it's sake. Sake's good though. I, I never had it. <laughs> you should try it. That's oh, my yes. my new line is Corona, a terrible disease, and a beer you should never ever taste. <laughs> yeah, um, the, uh, was it Corona the beer that you put the lemon in the? Top yeah, you put the lime, lime in it. Top? Yeah, yeah. That's to stop the flies going. That's in, just it? yeah. It's just to make it. Oh, that looks good. And then you taste it. <laughs> Hell, that tastes like urine. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like urine and it tastes like urine. We're all good. <laughs> no, but that's again like a major point. I see a lot of these like, ma- like major brands. So I was watching. Well, I think it was the NFL draft because it's the only thing to watch. And they had these, you know, well, these, these big. House, yeah. What's that? Well, in your house, yes. Yes, I'm sorry. For me, that was the only <laughs> thing to watch. And the rugby draft, I don't know when that is. I we don't have rugby drafts. It's only—it's not many years ago the rugby players went professional. Oh, really? That's it? Yeah, before that, they were just paid in beer. <laughs> just paid in beer and, and in pain. Pretty, pretty much, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the old uh, Mr. T from uh, from Rocky. What's your prediction? Pain. <laughs> give it up there no pads I give it up for those guys but anyway so, so you're saying about the NFL. yeah they have these big multinational you know Budweiser and whatever it is and this is an interesting point they, they put out these these ads saying you know we're here for you we're there for you and blah 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 and I don't believe it for a second you're only doing this because you, you can't sell as much beer you figure we might as well come off like we're nice people so that after this whole thing happens you remember that Budweiser is, means nice people but I feel like a local company or a local brand doing that, you kind of get that that's, there's a bit of sincerity because you feel connected to them. Very much so. Uh, and um, 
I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I have seen and read quite a few uh, COVID-19 type adverts and had loads of emails from companies, big companies, or uh, talking about COVID-19, what have you, and we're here for you, exactly that. And I felt no connection with them mm-hmm. whatsoever. And actually, I think that's devalued their brand. Yeah. I, I think they've done it wrong. Uh, they've tried to tap into that. Um, or felt they, they ought to be tapping it on or tapping into that, but ought be saying this stuff. Um, possibly because it, it may be a case of like, if we don't say this, then people think we're horrible people. Right. Um, I feel like they feel they, have, then, they have to say something. We have to say something. So what else are we going to say? Yeah. I mean, I, um, I, I, but, I get it. It's a hard spot, but I mean, when you look at that yeah. and I look at that, like you see right through it, I have to imagine everybody watching that is either an idiot or sees right through it. <laughs> so there's, they're it. banking so, on idiots, I guess. That's that. That's well, well, for Budweiser. <laughs> that works, I guess. That's a very smart exactly, marketing yeah. move. Yeah. So for for local companies, it's it's easy. You just reach out to your local audience. Yeah, but yeah, and, and you, you do it in a real way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I th- when, when, I'm when? hoping. I'm really hoping that COVID nineteen. One of the silver linings of this will be people finally stop falling for stupid marketing. No, that's still going to happen. Yeah. But I'm hoping. <laughs> well, on. somebody's going to come up with uh, some cure for it at some point, uh, some vac- vaccine or what have you. And <laughs> um, there were massive marketing around that. And everybody's going to be, oh, well, it works in dogs, but will it work in humans? And, um, so, yeah, no, I, people want stuff. And people went out and bought toilet paper like there was no tomorrow. Uh, well, for some people, it was nice for it. Um, but there's no, no toilet paper. And, um, why? Well, someone nobody knows why people bought yeah, toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, I don't figure. We don't have, we had a problem with eggs. We had no eggs. I yeah, don't know why. Yeah, but to, well. I guess the way I put it, like, we we're more concerned about what was going in or the rest of the world was more concerned was going out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, good point. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just the, the countries that are buying toilet paper, they just need to invest in bidets. <laughs> well, you can buy them and fit them, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> It's, yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. So yeah, I think marketing will be around for a long time still, it's a, and I think people will still fall for the old stuff because a lot of it's on empathy now, uh, and has been for many years, um, and hitting people's emotions, and, and people will go for certain things because they're given the message you want to hear. I guess and there's always that large percent, like that ninety five percent of the population that are just idiots. But yeah, I get it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering something you mentioned before got piqued my interest. You said that you, the pubs, um, the local pubs were switching over, changing their websites to show, hey, now we're selling these things, now we're helping out with this. Have you seen an issue with them getting picked up by Google now that they made that change? Uh, no, because I wasn't looking on that aspect of it. So I didn't really look at the service and say, well, how's this pub doing on the service? Because they was going, oh, they do milk. <laughs> Great. I'll go around there and get some milk and some beer. You're just worried about the um, beer. I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. It was more like, well, it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, we're we again, pubs will be uh, a local audience. So again, if they're not in uh, the local service, they have, just haven't bothered doing any SEO at all. They're not going to lose out because they're visible locally. It's it's attracting people from further away, and right now they're not going to get that traffic anyway. Right. And really, at the moment, they're just looking after local people. Now, now, one of the two pubs is on a big chain, so. Uh, I think that was, they had to do their own page of what they were doing for it. The, the other pub is uh, just a, a, um, freehold. It's, um, 
it does need to attract attention. And it's a restaurant, I think it's both restaurants, restaurant pubs. So they've got just not just beer, but actually food as well. And I think in the country side, uh, you have to do that these days. There's very few pubs mm. that only sell right. beer. Um, so from SEO point of view, the, the second one is doing quite well anyway. Uh, and it needs to attract people in to keep it alive. Does that almost make SEO at the local level a little bit less relevant? Hate that. Yes, that's not changed anyway. Um, and from my point of view, what's changed with SEO with COVID nineteen? Not a lot, really. I think mm. you know, it's. I've seen people spending more time on their sites because suddenly they haven't got shops to sell through anymore. They've just got the e-commerce platform, and they're saying, "Okay, resource switches right over to that." Um, on the ecom chat a couple of, a few weeks ago, there was a, a, a guy from um, Neil's Yard um, who said his channel, he was in charge of the, the uh, e-commerce and SEO pieces, and his channel went from um, the one that was thought about the least to the one that was suddenly thought about the most in, internally. That's um, amazing. That was interesting. Yeah. That's amazing. But, which is, I'm sure that's, that's happening everywhere. Suddenly your, right. your main channel isn't your shops, and etc. Um, I'm sure that's throwing people your, into a tizzy a little bit. Mm. I'm sure it yeah. has. I want. Oh, I got to ask you. I totally forgot to ask this. What do you think of the new shopping thing? Everyone free free Google shopping for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. So <laughs> I've heard in the UK it's not going to happen till uh, the end of the year. Right, uh, but it's just frugal, frugal coming right, back. It's frugal it? coming back. Yeah, that's what it is. But yeah. it's like, I yeah. Don't, I don't, uh, so that's I don't one of the things it. I am going to be looking into um, because uh, I, yeah, a couple of clients I do need to get into that. And so it's an opportunity, like if it's there, no, brilliant, take it, let's sure. go and use it. Yeah, why not? Exactly. Uh, give it a year and then Google will turn it all back to uh, paid only. And suddenly you've got all these extra retailers who suddenly go, well, I need to keep doing this and right. just get a lot more That's money. So it's a massive, smart, massive evil, honey evil, trap. But smart. It's a massive honey trap. Right. So, <laughs> I, um, I, I, I have to think you're right. It's a good point. I didn't think about that because I don't really, I, I mean, could you, might just be me. But I don't see even I don't care how many listings you have, how many product listings you have. I'm still going to Amazon. Uh, yes, that's a good point. So the, <laughs> the only way the only way they're going to make money off of this is like, hey, you, you think you need this? Pay for it later. Yeah, uh, but uh, again, uh, there's definitely I've heard quite a lot of people saying, not, not masses, but quite a few people saying that they 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 would rather shop locally if they can than go to Amazon. That's good, um, and I think people are focusing on that now to support the local. I, I hope I hope that lasts. There rather than going to Amazon, but if they haven't got it locally, I'll go to Amazon anyway because I'll get it tomorrow right. or in two hours. That's the whole thing. So I, I wonder one. how much goes back to normal afterwards. I, I think from the SEO side, can you imagine not much has changed. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to Google my business no. listing stuff, you know, the schema, whatever it is. Yep. I kind of feel like afterwards is when things are going to change because the yeah, market yeah. might change. I think the market will change. And there are things like Germany uh, announcing that they're going to put working from home in as part of their law. Oh, that's cool. So if if you want to work from home, you will have the right to do that. Go, uh, I don't go, know how that's going to the steel industry. You know, bring old crucibles <laughs> home and <laughs> right. ask some steel in the garden. But if I you want can to make work cars home, at home. I hope, can you please <laughs> bring the assembly line to my backyard? Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, I 
I think other countries will look at initiatives like that and uh, that will change a great deal of, of everything. So yeah. suddenly you've got people not going into city centres and town centres, um, but actually actually back in their towns and villages, etc. Uh, and things are moving around. Yeah. Um, people aren't where they normally are. And I think a lot of that won't go back to what was normal in the past. Uh, you know, and things like Zoom. Yeah, uh, video conferencing. Now, I've been doing that for years so when I was at HSBC, my last team that I put together. No, I used to be in the that world. Out. There you go. I used to have a lot um, of problems with that website. A lot of problems. No, <laughs> nothing to do with me. <laughs> uh, actually, a lot to do with me, but there we go. No, I'm joking. Um, I never had but, any problems, actually. Um, and we had this team that was literally spread all over the world. So uh, we used WebEx conferencing uh, facilities. Oh, right. and, on a daily basis, like I when I speak to one of my team, it wasn't turned around. It was like I'd have to phone up Hong Kong or China or uh, or other places, Egypt, etc. Um, a team in about six places, and so for me, it was like, well, this is normal. So when the shutdown comes, I'm suddenly teaching everyone how to use Zoom. Right, right. All my family, say, we're just going to use Zoom. People go, well, I don't do conferencing, but actually, it's very, very simple. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think much. which is why Zoom's taken off so much. Unless they uh, change it where you have to have a password all of a sudden. You don't know. The person coming on has no idea you need a password. <laughs> I don't know when that ever happened, like 20 minutes ago, but yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, probably. <sighs> um, keep up, keep up. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying. So, so there's technologies like that which are uh, have become suddenly massive and everybody now gets it. Um and that's going to change the way everybody works as well. Yeah. Suddenly everybody can uh, work from home in a, in a productive way. And I think people are really... There's two things. People are realizing they can work at home. Um, although some people are realizing with kids they don't want to. They right. actually want to go to work. Um, well, the kids will but other people... School. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kids will be at school. Somebody can. But also, uh, bosses are now understanding that they can yeah, let go it, it, it of their works. people and trust them. Because I've seen that in the past. People don't didn't like people working from home because they didn't trust them right. enough uh, to work from home because they were sitting there and lazing around. Well, when I worked from home in the past, when I went to HSBC, I actually did more hours in a day Me too. than I did if I was traveling in. Me too. Because I didn't travel in. So, no chit-chat? Yeah. No distractions? Exactly. You do my laundry at the same time? It's great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, which is good for me, working from home now, because uh, I can go down and fold me bread. Oh, right. Every, every 10 minutes when I need to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to hurry up. You have that bread down there. Okay. Um, so I, I, have this little, I have this little game that I do. I call it Optimize It or Disavow It. It's where I give you two options, either two really good options, and you're stuck choosing one good option over another good option, or two crappy bad options, and you're stuck choosing one bad option over another bad option. So this is the Simon Cox version of Optimize It or Disavow It. Since we spent a lot of time, spent a lot of time talking about local, let me ask you, which would you rather get right? The opening time in the local pack, you know, you have the local pack and then the hours of operation that appear underneath the listing, or the image thumbnail that shows up sometimes? Because I see a lot of those image thumbnails look terrible. Like a lot of the car dealerships, horrible. So if you could do I one go, or the other. I go for opening hours. Opening I think hours. that's more important. Uh, again, for local people to know it, if you've got a, a rubbish image, that's not so great. And if you've got a choice of a lot of shops and people are picking the image, you probably don't want them as a customer anyway. They need to know when you're open. That's true. But images are like worth a thousand, but pictures are worth a thousand words. Yes, but a thousand words are too many for telling you when you're open. <laughs> Touche. Touche. 
Well, also, how can you put I'm, I'm open seven days a week, but on Tuesdays I'm on Saturday afternoon in an image? <laughs> this, you, you, two birds of one stone. In the image thumbnail, have your hours of operation. <laughs> Perfect. You certainly could do that, yeah. Just a, Done deal. Just a, <laughs> on the door. Right. Just take a photograph of that. <laughs> That's great. That'll work. That'll awesome. work. <laughs> awesome. Simon, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I hope you stay safe, stay well, and stay busy. It's brilliant. Thank you very much for inviting me. Absolutely. I'm uh, glad to be here. Awesome. Talk to you soon. Okay. And we are back to your regularly scheduled In Search SEO podcast. I love how you could talk about <laughs> websites, COVID-19, and automatically or always ends up getting back to beer. So good for that because yeah. beer is very important. Anyway, got to keep this yeah. train wreck moving. Train wreck! Wow. Okay. That's a that's a that's a line from The Simpsons, which may I use for family. I use it for family functions. I'm like, all right, let's keep this train wreck moving. Anyway, let's keep this moving (laughs) with the news. So, Sapir, could you please hit it with the news? Okay. Google says that site speed, while great for users, is not much of a ranking factor. Which is interesting. I mean, I, first off, okay, I'll talk about this more in our bonus content that you'll find on the Twitter page. Um, Ooh, do, yep. you wanna, do you want to say the, the Twitter handle? Of course I do. It's at yeah. insearch underscore SEO. At insearch <laughs> underscore SEO. Um, but one of the things to realize is that even though it might not be a ranking factor, you know, gargantuan proportions, it's still important for your users. Like if your site takes too load, you might rank well, too long, too long to load. You might rank well, but your users will be like, this sucks and leave. Right. Yeah. Okay. Google previously said that all sites would be moved to the mobile first index by September 1st. However, because of Corona, the deadline may be delayed. That deadline will be delayed. And it would have been delayed outside of Corona also, because every time Google makes one of these deadlines, it's always delayed. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. That's a cynic in me. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Despite the ongoing pandemic, Google's first quarter um, earnings were not as bad as expected, with year-over-year revenue being up over 10%. Hooray. 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 I don't always trust, like, it's, like, hard to see, like, what's the real impact of COVID. I, I Whatever. It, it, I, it'll be interesting to see what happens after COVID-19 is done and what the earnings say afterwards to see how powerful the earnings really were. Whatever. Whatever. Does it really impact my life? Yes. Do I really care? I do. But do I pretend like I don't? Yes. Thank you, Marty. Follow oh, okay. that train of thinking for a moment. Whatever. <laughs> train wreck. Okay. Train wreck. Um, <laughs> moving on. Some of Search Console's reports will be using a smaller sampling of pages. Reports such as rich results reports will be analyzing fewer pages to improve performance. Right. To improve Search Console's performance and quickness and that sort of thing. So like, if you see some kind of weird dip, that might be why. That's all. Good to know. Yeah. Okay. And lastly. Google's feature to manually submit a question to be answered is expanding beyond COVID-19 queries. Right. So that's interesting. That's that little box that shows up that a lot of people have been seeing more and more often that lets you submit a question to Google to have answered by whatever partners, publishing partners it's hooked up with, which no one knows. It's like the Wizard of Oz, the mystery man behind the curtain. Who are these people answering these questions? We don't know. Are there people actually answering these questions? 
We don't know. But it is interesting, and then I'll talk about that more also in Deep Thought, which you can find on the Twitter page of the podcast. Probably a Wednesday or Thursday of this week. Sure. All right. We're good? We're good. All right. So let's just jump right into this because I got to go. I got things to do. Okay. I don't have time for this. <laughs> right. I'm a busy person. Oh, okay. Come on, Morty. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, let's just do this. <laughs> what are we up to? I forgot. <laughs> fun. Okay, oh, fun SEO now. send. Yeah. Uh, now it's time for our fun SEO send off question. Roll music. Yeah, by this point in the podcast, I'm like burnt out. Like, let's just, let's just do this. Um, this week's question was ignored. Was was we, we th- this segment did what? not get a lot of TLC this week because Sapir ignored it. What you ignored it? I didn't have time. I, I'm looking at the notes here. I can see when you updated the Google Doc 10:42 today. <laughs> and you, by the way, you didn't time. even notice that I threw a different question in. Didn't even notice. So this whole thing is a total mess. That's the thing. This I question is a hot mess. Okay. Right. No, yeah, of course. Okay. Ignore the podcast. I understand. So um we'll save my, my question we'll save it for next week. Okay. We'll That's do fair. Your, your That's today. good. Okay, it was okay. Too, so I we're, have a good question. Though. It is a good question. It's I'm looking at it now. I d I am it's the first time I'm seeing it by the way is now. Literally is right now. <laughs> yes, it's a good question. It is. It's, you know what? We're getting ahead for next week. We're so prepared for next week now. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, this week's question, though, is what's the most scandalous thing you'll find in Google's browser history? The most scandalous thing you'll find in Google's history. <sighs> what is this question? Oh. I'll, I'll answer first because it's probably the first time you're seeing this question is right now. No, actually, I saw it before and I have an answer. Go, go for it's it. It's like, it's a stupid question and it's a stupid answer. What? That's a great question. <laughs> stupid question, my ass. <laughs> so I think maybe um, a Reddit page with like an expose about Bing or something. No? You kind of took my answer away. But Seriously? Sort of. I, wasn't, I, I didn't get into nitty gritty a Reddit thread about an expose about Bing. Mine would just have been Bing.com. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> huh? See that the answer makes the question good. No, it's not. That doesn't make any sense. Why is yours better? Because Reddit is more interesting than the actual Bing. No, but it's Google saying, "Hey, we're going to Bing because we can't." You forget it. Self-evident. Whatever. Anyway, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Insert SEO Podcast. Keep in mind, new episodes come out every Tuesday. Look for the Rank Ranger blog. It's been in search because we're all in search. Of something. Toodles.